those who like their yolks runny and their dough sour. Yum! It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, this is certainly something different. This is very unusual. You know, you, you hear this sound. That's me, well, rubbing my own hands together. But to signify the fact that Matt and I are in the same room, skin on skin. We can Hello, actually, my we can look at each other in the eyes. It's the very first time. A lot of people might not know that we record in completely different, not just studios, but states. Yep. And we have done ever since the very first show of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. So we have finally be re- been reunited. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Oh, it's so good to see you, mate. Very certainly. We've had, we've had the hug. I mean, you are doing elbows. You've, I've, you've given you witnessed, many people that. You witnessed me doing an office elbow. <laughs> I flat out rejected someone. And, um, it was pretty brutal, but you got to do this. Yeah, that's good giving them the elbow. I've, I've flat out rejected people and given them nothing, just a nod in return <laughs> yep. in the past. But you did the handshake. Did you feel... well? That's because in New South Wales, I was the only one walking around with a mask. <laughs> so yeah, look, people. I have felt gotten... that that was then suddenly people thought that I had the disease <laughs> because because <laughs> no. I had that. But you just do it differently here. Yeah, you're the only you're the only person who's taking it seriously. So thank you very much for that. Not a problem. I'm here hosting uh, New Energy tonight. Jack River putting together a, a talk with our mates David Pocock and a bunch of other cool people. So that's oh. what brought me to town. But i got to say, I only agree. Don't care about climate change, just so I had a chance to see you, my friends. Oh, I cannot <laughs> wait. Look, we've got to do the podcast. We're also probably going to have to catch up uh, over a few... Um, a few... Skewies? <laughs> <laughs> Sipping the skewies. I forgot about that video. Yeah, we, we've had a wild life, my friends. All right, well, it's going to be great as well. Sipping because not, the skewies. Not only, oh, my God, we, we be, are juveniles. Are we going to be hanging out a little bit and getting back, getting reacquainted? We're also chatting to these guys. Yep, they are a band so good they had to name themselves twice. It is holy, holy, and we will be chatting to Tim and Oscar from the band very shortly. It's going to be great. Stick with us. This is All Day Breakfast. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, we're finally back in the same room after all these years. We are so far away from each other in the studio, though. You're, I, there's you look tiny. Microphones in the way. There's cameras. There's monitors. <laughs> but it is good to be back. The odor does pass, even if nothing else does. And so it's great to be just reminiscing about our times back in the day. Absolutely. I was just looking on the internet at some of the uh, silly costumes we wore to Arias. You just gave me. The podcast award that we won uh, for Moment of the Year. So thank you for bringing that all the way up from Melbourne. Um, It is exciting. And I have to say, the very first thing that I said, that the words that came out of my mouth when I I saw you, I I said, oh, the perm and the mo look a lot bigger in real life. Pretty lush, isn't it? (laughs) Pretty lush. A Zoom screen doesn't do this perm (laughs) justice, my friends. It's it's almost its own character, you know what I mean, (laughs) on your face. Like it's... 
It's really big. But That's um, it. I haven't shaved off. I mean, we're into December now. I haven't shaved off the mo because no. I want to get it. I want to get it immortalized. I want to get some proper pics, mm. and so we're going to do that this week. Hopefully, I mean, within literally within forty seconds of us arriving, we were already filming content for you again. Yeah, <laughs> we are thirsty time. birds, and we we love giving you as much content as possible. But, but it's not the only reunion happening now that uh, lockdowns around Australia are easing and stuff, and and around the world even in in these times, Matt O'Kine. Absolutely. So we thought because today is our big reunion and you will uh, see a video of us getting reunited on our Instagram uh, later on today. Yeah, that was great. Me meeting the people in the Sydney office. We thought... I mean, watch watch the vid. Their you'll very first impression of Alex Dyson is, uh, "Hey, excuse me, can we just film right next to your desk?" This is with these people. Yeah. We do not know them at all. Yeah, sorry, per- guy with perm and mo rolling around, <laughs> moaning on the floor. Yeah, hi, yeah, uh, Alex, podcast one. Thank you. Yeah, nice to meet you. Anyway, um, so we thought we'd have a little look at some of the un- other reunion news happening around the world, Alex Dyson. So uh, let's kick this off. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion was a big one. Um, there was a lot of controversy around the character of Aunt Viv leaving after season three in the original. They finally addressed it in the reunion. Because uh, there was one of those changing actors. Yeah, but just changed in the middle no of one, the... no one referred to it No one said all. anything. Isn't that what happened when um, Beck Hewitt's... Got pregnant, yes. Cartwright left and the, she just woke up from a coma as a different person? <laughs> <laughs> that would be... Trippy. So that's one reunion news. Mm. Um, another story about reunions. A man reunited with his wallet 26 years after he lost it. <gasps> so Paul Davis in northern New South Wales beaches lost his wallet in 1994, celebrating New Year's Eve on some sand dunes. All right. Completely forgot about it until last week when some bros hanging around on the sand dunes. Hanging 10. Found it. And, uh, and called him up and gave it back. Still had his Medicare card, bank cards, along with five bucks. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, in more reunion news, guttural toads have been shrinking on the island of Reunion. <laughs> the uh, French island close by to Mauritius has noticed the size of sh- toads brought over from South Africa have been shrinking at incredibly fast rates in less than 100 years, which shows a very rapid state of evolution mm. for these animals. So it is very, very interesting. But a lot of reunions going around Australia in December as well because borders are opening up. We saw this week the first flights landing in Queensland and a bit of a uh, bit of an argy-bargy between... Uh, Your mate, Sam, Sam Mack and the Today Crew. Good friend of the show, Sam Mack <laughs> and, the, and the Today Show, which was pretty funny stuff. But Western Australia, who'd been holding out probably the longest of all the states... Oh, they're have, hard bastards, aren't they, out have, there? ...have now opened up to everyone but South Australia from December 8th. Unfortunately, they didn't give many people a heads up about this and a few people have been caught in a little bit of a scheduling issue, one of which is a very good friend of ours. We used to work at Triple J together and she joins us live from self-quarantine in Western Australia right now. It's a big hello to Gemma Pike. Hello, chaps. How are you? (laughs) You sound like you've been stuck in a house for the last, what, seven days? Yeah, this is day six of 14. Look, didn't time it well. Didn't time leaving New South Wales well because I'm missing out on seeing you guys. But didn't time arriving in WA either because old mate McGowan decides to just lift the border. But anyone who is in quarantine currently has to do the full 14 days. So I'm actually out of quarantine Days after the borders lift. <laughs> no, and you could have, 
You're literally going to be walking out. People will just be coming off the flight going, oh, God, that four-and-a-half-hour flight, that was tough. And you'll be you'll be coming out, buddy, your hair about four foot longer than it was when you went in, exactly. a baby crying baby in your arms. <laughs> yeah, that's also the other thing, you know, quarantining with a three-month-old, which is um, a delight. Oh, Gemma, those daily walks are about all you've got when, when a three-month-old <laughs> is in your life. What? Yeah, I mean, how far can you take a pram up and down, you know, the lounge room? <laughs> so you're literally Seriously. not allowed outside the house. <laughs> no, okay, so we have, when you arrive in WA, you get about 20 pages of literature about, you know, what you can and can't do. Well, you're going to be indoors for two weeks. You need some reading material. (laughs) (laughs) But I think we've clocked how we can have visitors because no one's allowed to come onto the premises, the official Mm -hmm. premises of the house. Does that include the verge? Does that include the footpath that Mm -hmm. is on the road? Mm -hmm. No. Interesting. Having a few cars pull up and you know wave from the road, so mm. you know we can we can go down the driveway, but we can't step out of the premises. So mm. I don't know. We're trying to. We're well, Gemma has gone mad. Yeah, we're trying. <laughs> we're trying to find. You the look like um, man. what is it, Charlie Day from the meme from um. Always studied Philadelphia, looking at the the wall with the red string across it, just coming up with ways in which you can see and have contact with other humans, Gemma. But this is pretty pretty wild because anyone who flies from other states, if they land on the seventh of December, they'll have to quarantine for fourteen days. If they land on the eighth, they can go straight in. Yeah, just from Victoria and New South Wales. So wow. uh, South Australians still need, you know, really official exemptions to get into WA. They're classed as medium risk. But, yeah, Victoria and New South Wales, if you fly on the 7th, you've got to do all 14 days quarantine. One more day, though, totally fine. But I feel like the uh, the airlines have hiked up the prices a little bit because there's not oh, a lot of... It is yeah. extortion at the moment. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Absolute criminals, I swear to gosh. <laughs> I mean, That's and they, it. You, they try and fill up with petrol in front of a long weekend. <laughs> I saw the petrol pumps jump 40 cents one weekend. <laughs> like, I couldn't believe it. Well, and, Gemma, and hotels. Oh, you try and book a night in somewhere. Oh, anyways, I know you guys have been doing it tough. So, to all the airline people, the hotels, pump the rates. I don't care. Keep it, keep it reasonable. Come on. <laughs> Competitive. Uh, Gemma Pike, it's a pleasure chatting to you. We wish you all the best. Thank you very much. If you are, like Gemma, stuck in self-quarantine, I could recommend to you the uh, the History of the Big Day Out podcast, which Gemma hosts uh, and also nominated for a podcast award. Very, very much worth your time. Thank you very much, Gemma. It's an excellent listen, so appreciate that. I, I mean, you don't have to listen to it back, uh, but that's for other people in quarantine. <laughs> Thank you very much. No, I, um, I think I've listened to that one enough. <laughs> Enjoy your freedom when you get out, Gemma. Oh my God, it's going to be so sweet. Thanks, guys. Miss Bye. You, Gem. Bye. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Very excited, Matt O'Kind, because tomorrow we're going to be seeing the return of the Lobe. Uh, all day breakfast favourite, who won Popper Mono, the new game that you brought in. Very excited to have him back on the show, trembling in the boots to see if he's able to win our uh, monophonic ringtone guessing game once again. But audio producer Chris Marsh is in because he's got a theory about how the lobe could be so good. Hello, Chris. Hi, guys. I'm not throwing accusations. No. No. Never. 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 I will just float the idea that as I mentioned to you guys, I had trouble finding monophonic ringtones. They're not Mm -hmm. as 
readily available from the back page of TV hits anymore. <laughs> and when you Google them in YouTube, there's only about 10 or 15 songs yeah. on there okay, that come sure. up readily. Okay. If the lobe was to Google, he could have seen where I was, you know, my, my small batch of songs. Okay. okay. You think All he's right. doping? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair we'll enough. See what his okay. B sample says, but... Mm. Don't know. Well, we you know we do urine test all our contestants, so just to make sure that everything's above board. But I think I think Marshy, because we were surprised last time the Loeb came on uh, to win this monophonic ringtone game, it was so fast, and Matt didn't know the songs. He was getting them so well. It's like, well, it can only be performance enhancing. I thought, I honestly, I was like, has Bron given the Loeb the answers? Bron, have I, you I given genuinely... the Loeb the answers? <clears throat> no. He's just that okay. good. He's just that good. Because I, I, there's a time that I remember something similar happened to this, and that's when, you know, the first human being watched the sun rise over the east, you know, and they're like, what is this light? And the only explanation that you could have was that there is a God making this happen, you know. And so I think the, th- the same is true for the lobe. You know, that which cannot be explained, humans inevitably need to find an explanation for it. And... uh whether that's saying that the Loeb's looked at YouTube or whether that is, in fact, saying that he, he is potentially half, if not full God, um, I, don't, I don't know. I just know it's, it's a pleasure to be with him on the radio every single time he's on. Well, Marshy, I mean, I'm thinking I, I've heard some things about the dark web, all right? Guns, organs, drugs, ringtones. Like, how do we get... How do we get some real untainted ringtones? Well, yeah. yes, it's you either know. go to the dark web or go to a very other dark place, cash converters, and <laughs> get a Nokia 3310. <laughs> well, we're going to say start tomorrow, composing. <laughs> tomorrow we are playing Papa Mono once again. It will be the return of the lobe. We're... You were going to try and dethrone the lobe. Are you listening? Get in touch with us, Alex, if you want to be uh, a lamb to the slaughter. <laughs> but we're going to guarantee that the ringtones... Are not from the first page of YouTube. ...are going to be yeah, absolutely okay. pure, okay? So pure, <laughs> obscure. Then we'll really test the lobe's metal. Okay. That's our promise to you here at All Day Breakfast. Please join us for tomorrow's episode. Order up! Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Matt O'Kine, so excited right now to catch up with a couple of pals who make some incredible music, some really diverse music, and their brand new single, which dropped yesterday, is another indication of that. It is called Port Road. It features Queen P. It sounds like this. This is a portal. It is none other than Tim and Oscar from Holy Holy. G'day, gents. G'day, how are you? How are you going? Look, we're, we're great. We're in the same room for the first time since we started this podcast back in May. So, what, seven months oh, ago? It's been a while. Now, uh, you two, a duo within the band Holy Holy, have you guys been in the same room since May? No. Not at all. No, no we've... <laughs> But we haven't been in the same room for, I don't know, nine months or something, ten months. I'm, I haven't. Whoa. 
accurately, but no, not for a long time. February, February something, we did a gig in Canberra for O-Week. <laughs> and um, and I remember like after the gig, we, we were like sitting around in the hotel that had a kind of like politician-y vibe and we were listening to demos and drinking the last of the rider as we usually do. And yep. that was it. That was little did we know that we weren't going to see each other for ages. Saying hi to some Four Corners documentary makers, just having a good time. And then Brunt comes <laughs> to this day. I'm going to guess, this is, a, this is a question without notice, but it's been a bit of a theme with a few of our guests on the podcast so far. Have you not seen each other because one of you has moved to Byron? <laughs> 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 is that um, the reason? I've moved to the Byron of Tasmania. Oh, which is, no, okay. Which, which is, is called Launceston. Hey, oh, well, good on you, Tim. Yeah, That's great work. I love my trips to Lonnie. I've had the, some of the best times there. Um, hitting, up, hitting up St. John. Uh, that's my kind of fave beer stop, uh, fresh comedies, do some great gigs out at, uh, out in Lonnie. I remember actually I went to the, um, is it Festivale that they do in Launceston? Yes. Yeah. Food and food and wine festival. Um, and I saw a punch up at four o'clock in the afternoon out the front of a gin tent. So (laughs) (laughs) there's nothing like Lonnie to bring on a brawl at a wine festival. (laughs) Just like that, <laughs> it's bloody yeah. cabin AU again. It is. A, it's an interesting place, full of um, interesting people. But I, I no. do love it here. I love it. No, I genuinely love it. I'm just giving you a hard time. Hey, um, and Oscar, where do we find you? Have you just been through Melbourne's lockdown? Yeah, I've, I've been in Melbourne the whole time, um, and um, I am currently in my parents' home. Great. And that's what happened for my lockdown. Uh, my wife and I came back here for what we thought would be like two or three weeks between rentals, basically, and, yeah, turned into whatever it is, nine months or something like that. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I love going back home to see all the old uh, the old personal belongings, the school reports, uh, the castle models that yeah, you made in pottery. I, what I are- still had a few Tarzos around <laughs> the light um, above my bed, a few Simpsons Tarzos, <laughs> till well into my mid-20s, which was very um, embarrassing. What have you what, found, Oscar? What, what's in the, parents, the Dawson household? Um, they... they, they love me and my siblings, you know, which is nice, but they've also (laughs) got a lot of family photos around the house (laughs) and like, it's pretty, it's pretty full on. Like some of the ones when I was a teenager or even a child, I'm like with my skateboard and like, you know, like acting for the camera and stuff. And it's so embarrassing. Mm. What, having proof that you're a cool dude. (laughs) There's one where I'm in my rollerblades and I'm like, Doing a move in front of the camera, and I think I must have been uh, 24 in that one. <laughs> mate, uh, plate or die, plate or die is what mate, I always say. I'm sorry I, that you. I called you a cool dude before you said rollerblades. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I take it all back. No, I'm on your side there, Oscar. That is good stuff. Let's go forward to 2020. You've just put out this incredible song, Port Road, and talking about where you are, Launceston, Melbourne, getting Queen P on board as well. How on earth did you make this incredible song, which sounds so rich and so accomplished from various locations the internet helped a lot with this song um handy yes so useful it turns out (laughs) um but not just um because tim and i were able to zoom and talk about it and um and so on and also we crowdsourced a whole choir part from um basically from fans from instagram whoa Um, wow instagram and a bunch of and we gave them an email address and 
I thought we'd only get a handful and we got shitloads basically. <laughs> um, filled up a Dropbox full of them, put them all in the session. So, yeah, the internet was such an mm. important uh, part of the process. Um, mm. And, yeah, I mean, Tim and I have actually never lived in the same town or city before anyway mm. um, throughout the whole time, holy, holy, well, throughout our whole lives actually. Um, so we kind of used to throwing files back and forth between one another. So it's like, you know, the you past got a head five- start on everyone, on all the music <laughs> artists on it. You were, you were ready to go already. Yeah, pretty much, hey. Um, but, yeah, so I don't know. Like kind of we managed to make it work. And, and I also think we like making music and didn't want to just not make music because we couldn't see mm. each other, you know. For sure. Well, I love the musical expanse that Holy Holy as a as a project has been able to to go over the last few years. But do you worry about alienating your fans? Do you have certain subsections of fans that that like particular songs from the Holy Holy genre? Or what, how do you how do you uh, manage the the fan base when you're making such a, a wide array of music? I, I felt like. Every record we've done has changed somewhat, but then by the same token, there's some people like who would if you, you, you make a new record and you release and you're like, oh, it's really different. Wait till you hear it, and they're like, no, mate, that sounds exactly like everything you've ever done before. And so it's sort of this funny thing where sometimes when you're within the music, you're like, oh, wait till you hear this. It's such a big change for us. But other people are like, no, it just sounds like every holy holy record. So. <laughs> Our, our real kind of like North Star or whatever is just when we're listening to the music, if it feels good and we enjoy hearing it, even after like a hundred um, revisions of the mix, then mm. we're like, cool, we're good kind of thing. And, and we don't really want to be tied to like, well, with this kind of band or that kind of band and we just make music that, that excites us. Well, it's a huge week for you. The new single, Port Road, dropping yesterday. I do want to ask, Port Road... Where is it? Where's Port Road? Was this a share house you grew up in? Is this like a your answer to Vulture Street by Powderfinger? What? Where is Port Road? What? Why the name? It, it is a road. I mean, there's probably lots of roads called Port Road. Um, but th- there's a two. There's probably two things I would say. One is that the song is like one of the lyrics that Queen P sings. It's um is about a portal. And I always get this wrong. I'm always like, it's a porthole. It's not a porthole. It's a portal. Um, <laughs> a portal. Uh, and, and, like, the song is kind of, in a way, it's about, like, the idea of the pandemic being a portal to somewhere else. So the port road kind of thing kind of adds to that. But then also, you know, um, if you make a, a voice memo with your phone, um, sometimes it puts the street in, like, or the address where you are. Oh, really? You know? Oh, cool. <laughs> I didn't like, know that. So, yeah, so it's tagged your location. Yeah. So we we came up with this idea at a port road somewhere, but I don't know where. <laughs> Damn like, it! Because I've been sending um cryptic, you know, messages to people, <laughs> just sort of like really intimidating voice messages, trying to be secretive and scary. Know, but they yeah, know exactly right? where yeah. it is, and they know yeah, I'm like, at the uh, the haberdashery shop the, down the road. Yeah, the rollerblade <laughs> yeah. um, half pipe in your local. Hey, um, but uh, like I said, a big, big week because yesterday the single comes out. Tomorrow, tickets on sale for the Holy Holy Port Road Tour, which... You're hitting um, the Port Road, boys. Yeah, I mean, this is... <laughs> this is Port Road, that's it. This is a big... I mean, for for a lot of bands, this is this is big news. It's a big call even to be, to be saying, hey, look, we're actually hitting the road and hoping that we can make it happen. Tim, you've got your head in your hands. Why? <laughs> Did you have to be uh, talked into this, Tim? Uh, I'm just, uh, 
And then we, we were excited. We were excited to do it. It, it was like it was one of these ones where like we, we, the plan really was like make make music in lockdown, and then we were like let's let's try and get one song out in in 2020. And we were kind of thinking we'll release a song and we won't tour because usually you release a song and tour. And we were like, okay, this will be the first time we have we have not toured. And that was kind of the plan. And then did you see Ballpark Music? Yeah, they did some shows. And some we were like, oh, did like yeah. sixteen or something. Didn't <laughs> yeah. <they? laughs> and so and then and then we were like, oh, maybe we could do a show and you know a couple of phone calls. And then suddenly it was like right, like tours <laughs> like blah blah blah, and um, and like make tour art, make posters, like make yep. Facebook banners and stuff. And so it's happening. But um, I mean, they're crazy, crazy low capacities. Like so, the forum, mm. which is, I think it. We played the forum on the last tour. I think it's like 2,000, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's big. And the cap is 200 for these shows. Yeah, <laughs> really? Mm. In the forum, it's a big room as well. It's got a, it's got a high ceiling, man. <laughs> well, actually, when you first came on the interview, Tim, before we record, you had some sort of reverb on that yeah. was echoing to, to, you know, space, and I reckon that's what the forum is going to sound like. Chuck it back on and say, hey, we're Holly Holly. Thanks for coming. Hello, Good night. <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. Big claps <laughs> echoing off the no, ceiling. It's going to be awesome, man. People are like having been to a gig. Alex Dyson, you're at a gig. You're at Kingswood just this week. I and saw Kingswood in the 700 cap corner hotel playing to 66 people. And it was great. Yeah. It was, it was really, really cool. I went and saw Ace Swayze and the Ghost, you know, that band. Mm-hmm. And so they're like a punk band and it was really loud and seated. And there was, I don't know, maybe 50 people. And I was loving it. It was awesome. That's it. I mean, how good is being old and sitting down at gigs? Like, <laughs> I love it. And they're like, sorry, guys, we actually can only do table service now. I'm like, great, <laughs> even better. That's it. And with that limited capacity, it means you must get in quick to get your tickets to see Holy Holy on their tour, the Port Road Tour, which is coming up. The tickets go on sale tomorrow. Head to holyholymusic.com in order to get to secure your spot. But, gentlemen, we better let you go. Thank you so much for hanging out with us here on All Day Breakfast. Always a pleasure to catch up. And uh, we'll see you down at the Lonnie Wine Fest. Uh, pretty soon. For a punch on. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> see you, mate. Good to drink see you. Bye. <laughs> Please drink responsibly. <laughs> so, Alex Dyson, you're in Sydney finally after being in Melbourne for so long. Are you staying? Uh, where are you staying? Hotel. I got the B and B, mate. Oh, you got the I've Airbnb. Got the directions. They're sh- showing me to the key. I've got to go in and check out the surroundings. Where are you and- picking up the key from? Is it uh- oh, some locked box <laughs> under a rock next to a gnome in the dirt in a cave behind a <laughs> trap door of the buddy? You know how it is. <laughs> I sure do. Well, make sure when you get into the Airbnb that you take care of the property. You don't want the situation I had. You know, talking about yesterday where we were trying to move a glass table out of the way of our little people. In in our lives, and suddenly we we break the table. We break the table because we didn't want our kids to break the table. So we asked you, what are your Airbnb fails? And Daniel from Newcastle is on the line. Daniel, you booked an Airbnb in the UK. Yeah, it was in uh, Dublin, actually. We we went over to the UK for a wedding um, and thought it was a good idea to book an Airbnb in Dublin for a couple of days just before the wedding. And 
now I've got a good story to tell. So, <laughs> well, a good story or an expensive story? <laughs> <laughs> well, we got off scot free, so that was the best bit. We got oh, here when are we talking gone, to so. a criminal now, Daniel? Go on, tell us what happened then, mate. So I, I, we, I'm uh, going to tell you right now. All right, if I think you've been a dog, I'll let you know about. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was technically my girlfriend, so... Okay, uh, well, she's not exempt from this uh, judgment. Let's go. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, as you do in Dublin, we had a big night in the sauce uh, mm. last night of the trip. Um, Guinness? How'd you we, go? Did you kill you Kenny's? Or get did it you, down? Yeah, what are you getting into? Yeah, plenty of Guinness. Got to try it all, but yeah, Guinness... Went in the, Rome. Uh, yeah, just trying to... Stomach and real. Well, you sort of probably go the Peronis in Rome. But, <laughs> yeah. no, sorry, sorry. We're in, we're in Dublin. We're on the Guinness. <laughs> yeah, so we have a big night and plenty was going on. We got back to the room around uh, like three o'clock, something like that. Mm-hmm. And one of the one of the boys that was with us um, has just charged through the room and then done like a full wrestling like frog splash onto the bed. Okay, I, I'm I, not familiar with this move, the frogs. Oh, like the big... Arms wide out, arms leg out, fully splayed, kind of belly flop onto the bed. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so, yep. So he weighs about 120 kegs. Oh. <laughs> and as you can imagine, he's just gone straight through the bed. The slats haven't held him. <laughs> like in anyway. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the next couple of hours, as you can imagine, there's me and my girlfriend and the two boys absolutely hammered just trying to put this bed back together, <laughs> just reconstruct this bed. Now, so did, we, the, did the slats actually break or did they just fall out of the sort of bed? No, nah, there was about probably 80% of the slats have just snapped in half. <laughs> you've, you've, you've snapped them like a karate chop from Mr. Miyagi on those boards. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So plenty of sticky tape and probably an hour or so later. Come on, the mattress, being, <laughs> the mattress is being held up. Me and the missus sleep, go to sleep right on each edge. Um, <laughs> the sticky we... tape from Acme, right? Oh, Wiley Coyote. <laughs> Don't tell okay. me how we did it, but it was done. And we checked out the next morning. Five star With a review. sticky taped bed. And what? No one's, no one's messaged you. Never got anything. Never heard from it ever again. Oh well, I mean, you know what? You were definitely in the wrong. But if they didn't chase it up. <laughs> then that's 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 just stupid of their behalf. So you got away with it. You did. Well done. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, we'll be putting the link to the strongest sticky tape in the world uh, in the Matt and Alex show notes. Uh, let's go. Do you know high- what happened? Someone probably sat on the bed. Some like some charming elderly couple on their you know on their honeymoon for their fiftieth wedding anniversary or whatever, just gently sat on the bed and it just went. They probably went, I don't know what happened, but uh, it's, it's broken. No, I, I think the next couple, they were visiting from Spain, the next couple. Oh, um, well, well, well. <laughs> oh, Heidi, let's move on to Heidi. Hello, Heidi. Am I getting cancelled for that? What happened? Heidi, hello. Hello, how are you going? Not too bad. Uh, tell us about your Airbnb fails. Right, so this was my first ever taste of Airbnb as well, so it wasn't a good start, but we went away from my birthday, my partner and I up to Byron, so did a little Byron trip and booked into an Airbnb. It was one of those rooms in someone's house, so it's the private room option. Mm. Um, right, okay. I don't often do this. I've never done it, in fact. <laughs> I haven't done it since. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, took a room in their house. We had, like, access to the bathroom, the kitchen, all that stuff. We spent most of our time out. 
you know, exploring bar and mm. dinnering, all that stuff. But the last day we were there, I went up to the bathroom just to like wash my face, get ready for the day. And I could hear the couple whose house we were staying in. So it was a couple. Um, they were out the back and they were having a huge fight, like yelling Ooh. at each other fight. And then I heard things like, I can't do this anymore. And I can't believe you would do that to me. <sighs> and they were actually studying, they were having a breakup. Yeah. Oh we my saying, God. <laughs> Complete strangers. Um, oh, you went to the bathroom. There was no toilet paper and you had to go, sorry guys. <laughs> sorry. Would you mind just chucking in a roll in the door? <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Uh, <laughs> did they have yeah. to, did they mention it to you guys at all? No, like as soon as I sort of, I listened enough, like I was so curious. I, just, I wonder what's mm. going on. Okay, no, this is actually going down. I don't want to be a part of this. I grab mm-hmm. my stuff. I go back to our room and I say to my partner, I was like, we have to leave. And he says, why? What's the big rush? They're breaking up literally now outside. And he's like, oh God. So we pack up all our stuff <laughs> and we get in our car and we have to drive past them on the way out. We were just sort of like, Waving out of the car. Bye. <laughs> Catch you <laughs> next time. Oh, goodness me, Heidi. That would have been an awkward situation. What, what did you rate him? I didn't. Like, you've got the option mm. of just not doing anything. I really yeah, yeah, you just leave it. it. I was like, no, nah, just let it go. Yeah. Absolutely. And the good news is is that they uh, fixed their relationship with sticky tape in the end and it held together <laughs> really nicely. So uh, thanks, Heidi. I really appreciate it. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. All day breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Yes, Matt O'Kind, thank you very much to you for listening today. Very, very thankful that you're able to be here as me and Matt jump in the same room for the first time in a long time. Yeah, it's just great being in your company and just knowing that someone else is also just looking at their phone the whole time. <laughs> so that's really great. <laughs> uh, just before this, we we're about to do an outro and Matt O'Kind goes, Oh my God, that's an awful news story. Starts like, come on, mate, come on, <laughs> head in the game. I'm here now. I can watch you getting distracted. <laughs> but at least I can, uh, I can talk to you in the room. You can hear me. And I can clip you over the ears. Anyway, uh, thank you very much. Tomorrow we will be back in the same room again to finish out the week. It should be a whole heap of fun. Uh, we're going to leave you with some more reuniting. We did mention it a bit earlier on, but it's very funny footage. Our good friend Sam Mack, uh, Gold Logie nominee, uh, <laughs> doing a broadcast from... Brisbane Airport as the first flights from interstate started landing and Matt O'Kind, what a momentous occasion. You're going to be one of those people flying up to see your dad. You haven't seen him for a long time. I know, I haven't seen him since February and I absolutely miss him so I can't wait to see him. So uh, check it out and also don't forget to check out on Instagram at matt.n.alex. You'll see a video, the official video of us reuniting Mm. what went down, what it was like, why we cannot look any of our co-workers in the eye anymore. Emotional, COVID safe. It was all things to all people (laughs) and we, uh, we hope you do it. Um, yeah, this Sam Mack audio, you've also got to know that the Today Show also had a reporter there trying to interview the same people getting off the same plane. And so there was a little bit of breakfast TV inception. So here it is for you uh, to leave you with for all day breakfast. We'll catch you tomorrow. And uh, until then, stay safe. See you later. Is this a special day for you? <laughs> oh, not really. Is okay, it? great, great. You're on both channels at the same time right now. Hey, let's do a mic on. There we go. I'm losing my mic, guys. It's all happening here at Brisbane Airport this morning. I just want to say, Are we live on the TV? we're all here for the same reason, and that is to oh, enjoy a happy day. Yeah, but your mic's not plugged in, so I win. Um, but great to see you. Uh, guys, back to you in the studio. Thank you, Today Show. Yeah, I just can't help but feel that some people should have been still kept out.
What's a who you're talking about? That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.